0: This week, Father Paul notes a clever sleight of hand employed by the author in the use of Moses' staff in Exodus chapter 9, verse 23. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Always Pharaoh is presented as vacillating, tergiversating. Notice at the end of 29, Moses said... Only let not Pharaoh, which is you, he is addressing Pharaoh, deal falsely again by not letting the people to sacrifice. So it's interesting that this statement is used at the end of the plague of the gnats, which is the third one. and then in this text we have a reference to the three days. In verse 31 we have again, and the Lord did as Moses asked. Earlier we have said and here we have asked and neither render the original Kidbar Moshe according to the word of Moses. It's unbelievable. Wayas Yahweh kidbar Moshe, And the Lord did according to the word of Moses, and we commented on that. Then in chapter 9, we have the story of the cattle, in which we encounter for the first time which is interesting where the english plague translate the original deber we have a word that is from the same root as dabar you're not going to hear it in english the plague is referred to as deber Remember, the word of the road is double-edged. You have it in the story of Deborah, the first prophetess. It's amazing. It is from the root to speak. So, Perhaps the term I use the most in my podcast is again, and what do you want me to do since I'm relaying to you scripture? But very important, so please all my hearers, jot down 9.3. And interestingly, it is followed by an adjective which is KABED which is the root of heavy and glorify. Listen to the blah English, severe plague. It's like you're writing in the New York Times. That's not what the text is saying. You can play on it in the original. And don't worry about the NATO scholars who make fun of me, don't worry, just listen to what I'm saying. It's an action that came out of the lips of God, according to His will expressed in His word, that glorifies Him and is heavy on His opponents. Kathos geghrapte, as it is written, to be heard, not to be read. Deber kabed mu'od. Mu'od is very much. But Deber kabed, how can you translate that and understand it as severe plague? But I know, I know what people see. In these instances, this is the meaning of bear. This reminds me of the famous coinage by my youngest son, who says, my dad is so funny. He says to people, I love you, when he really means that he hates them. I love this guy. But, That's what I said, and you are bound and you have to follow my vocabulary and hear it in context. In context! And not in translations! In the original. Exodus 9, beginning with verse 8. We have the boils and the same story. and. 12, but the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh and he did not listen to them as the Lord had spoken to Moses. And those exciting, excited Orthodox theologians, please do not say, well, here it's unique. In Isaiah 6, you have the same thing. God is sending Isaiah to shut off, to fatten the ears of his hearers and to harden their hearts. It is written! Which means, the intention of the Word of God is always double-edged, and we're going to meet this soon, as you heard me repeating it several times in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, that it is out of the same mouth and mind of God, you have the blessing and the curse. Or the blessing or the curse. You do not have two sources. And whenever you are in doubt, reread the first chapters of Job. Nothing happens without the will of the one God. But If you conclude from that, that he's always good, except when he's irate once a week on Friday afternoon, no. It's the same word, and Paul uses this terminology, You may have many teachers, but you have one father, and people start talking about the fatherhood and so on. Father Paul is a teacher when he preaches, he's not fatherly, the people of Danbury used to say that. No, that's not what the father is. What differentiates the father from the teacher, is that the father can use at will gentleness, or the rod. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. But people don't hear it that way. They have another spiritual retreat before Christmas, explaining to the people the difference between a father and a teacher. And they add especially especially women the mother Where really motherhood is beyond fatherhood and so on. Well you ain't met Arab mothers and Southern mothers in the U.S. and some Northern. Come on friends. So We need to get out of this mood of theology. Few things, one more time, in verse 13 we have the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, and then in verse 15 we have Pestilence, which is the translation of Deber. Earlier Deber was Plague, now it's Pestilence, and you play games. But that's not what you're hearing in the original. And verse 16, which is tremendous, but for this purpose have I let you live to show you my power so that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. This way Pharaoh will tell the people, I witnessed that, and this is what happened. In verse 16, we have an interesting word, because we still have it in Arabic, the hail is Barad, from which in Arabic we have the same root that gives you cold and so on, like frozen rain and so on, but this is an aside comment. Okay, interesting, verse 20 Then he who feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh and we have that verb, yare, which is classic later. In Deuteronomy you have to fear the Lord. Made his name, okay and those who did not regard the word of the Lord, but in Hebrew, as we met it before, with the verb sheet, to lay, we have here another word, seem, which means to put. He did not put on his heart the word of the Lord. So that's the opposition of to fear the Lord. Which, so you can use these verses 20-21 to explain to the people that you have to lay his word on your heart, because your heart is your mind that tells you what to do, how to act. And if you fear Him, then you would do that. If you don't fear Him, then you would not put His word on your heart. And you could see later in the Deuteronomy that write all these things on your forehead and on your wrists. And people start talking, you know, and the Jews play games on that by making amulets around their head. and so That's not what the text is saying. All these things have to be remembered in your mind and in your actions. This is what it means, meaning you have to remember them, recite them. How many times I told you that's what you have in Psalm 1? Blessed the man who mumbles reciting the words of the Torah. Not who keeps looking at his wrist and at his forehead, which means that if you go to church, you have to have a mirror to see your forehead. No, no, no. 2223 said to Moses, stretch forth your hand toward heaven, hand again is the power, and Moses stretched forth his rod toward heaven. Very interesting, this text. You see how the author intentionally split the two. It fools you. You are expecting Moses to stretch his hand, as the Orthodox priests and Bishop love to. They think it's because they bless with their hand, the people are blessed. No, the hand is in the place. Of the hand of God and this hits you when you get to 23 that it's the rod that God had given to Moses. Okay and I leave it up to you to decide whether I read correctly or am I overdoing it. I know that I'm not overdoing it except for your ears because you are still listening to me in English unfortunately. And you see and the Lord reigned hell. It is the Lord that does the action. So you see how the text, plague after plague, is really upping the ante to understand this. This is what is happening. But all this is in the story. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.